0: Welcome to the Bethel Free Baptist Church Weekly Sermons. This is the morning service of Sunday the 19th of April 2015, entitled The Risen Saviour. And the Bible reading is taken from John chapter 1, verse 9. Here's Pastor Daniel Alexandru. Pastor Larry, allowing me to come and share my heart with you this morning uh, and having us over, uh, I'm here with my uh, beautiful wife this time. Last uh, time I was here, I brought my uh, younger children, Andrea and uh, David. Now they are at home, and it's my wife's turn to be with me. And we want to praise the Lord for uh, this opportunity to be here. And uh, we want to thank God for um, his wisdom. God uh, knows everything. Uh, Years ago, when my wife said... um, think God wants us to be missionaries. I said, no, I don't think so. (laughs) And now we should go to Africa and uh, minister there. I said, no, I don't feel the call of God to go to Africa or to any mission field. But last year, actually two years ago, God started working in my heart concerning missions, and we started praying. For uh, the Romanians that would uh, leave Romania to go abroad and work in Italy, England, uh, Spain, and other European countries. And uh, one day, uh, while I was uh, praying, uh, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Why not you? I said, God, I was praying for others to go, not for me. And so, God has used another preacher we had in uh, our church to um, make me move towards missions, and uh, last year, for about 10 months, I helped him uh, start a ministry for Romanians in Italy, so I would go there every month, and I would spend time with him out in the streets, passing out tracks, trying to... Talk to Romanians, Italians, Africans, whatever we we found there. We spoke in Romanian, we spoke in Italian, we spoke in English. So praise the Lord for that. And uh, later on, God uh, burdened my heart about the Romanians here in Birmingham, in England. I know how God uh, used. I mean, He knows. God knows uh, His ways of doing things, and He used. He be, you know, partially uh, for this. But exactly the ways of the Lord, I don't know. He knows. And here comes our trust in him, our faith. We should trust the Lord for everything. And we know in searching God's will to be here this summer, there are so many things involved, but he's still in control. And whenever he chooses to do something, he knows how to do it. He doesn't need our help. We need his help. So please pray for us, because we need God's help. (laughs) And uh, we surely uh, pray. We have already prayed for you as a church and for the pastor and for the ministry here. We know that uh, in Birmingham, there are over 10,000 Romanians that live here, work or study. And uh, while we were uh, passing through the center of the town, somebody handed me some tracks, And I took one. I saw many uh, Muslims trying to evangelize. And then I heard another, I guess, Pentecostal preacher trying to say something. It was like a competition there. But anyways, this guy hands me uh, some tracks about Jesus, so I took the the tracks and I started reading them at home, and one was about Jesus. The name of one tract was the truth about jesus and guess what there's nothing from the Bible about Jesus in that track. It was from their point of view, saying that Jesus was a prophet. Jesus performed miracles, he even took some dirt, he fashioned a bird and breathed into it. And the mud turned into a real bird and flew away. So Jesus performed miracles. That's what they say. Jesus is a prophet. But don't even think that he is God because he cannot be God. The truth of it is the Bible says that Jesus is God. And when he went to the grave, there was nothing to prove that he was God. But when on the third day he rose up again, that was the proof that everybody needed. To show that whatever he said was true. And when he said, I am the truth, the way. And the life. He was true when he said that because he is the only truth. He's the only way to heaven. There is no other way. In Romania, we had Easter or the resurrection day last Sunday. And uh, I often think that we as Christians try to remember about. The living Savior, only on the resurrection day. And this is a sin. Because our Jesus is alive. Our Jesus lives every day. He is up there, but he is in our hearts as Christians through the Holy Spirit. So we should celebrate Jesus every day. We should should thank Jesus every day. Every minute. For the salvation he supplied for us. He provided salvation on the cross. And as we all read, John 1, 9, it says that that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. My message today is about a resurrected Jesus. A reasoned Savior. And the Bible is clear. And the Bible is the only book that is the truth. It doesn't contain the truth. It is the truth. It's the word of God. 100%. From cover to cover. From the first verse to the last verse. And the Bible says, in John 1, 9, and let's open our Bibles to Luke 1, 79. Luke 1, verse 79. To give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Jesus came down to this earth. Jesus being God, he took on flesh. He came down here to walk among people, to be one of us, but at the same time to be different. Different than any other man that has ever lived on this earth and will ever live. He's God in flesh. We're just flesh. We are his Creation, but he is the creator. He has all the power. And Jesus Christ, hundred percent God, hundred percent human, said about himself, I am the light. So many religions today. We know some things about some religions, we know nothing about other religions. And we are invaded by humanism, and all these religions around us are centered around people, around human beings. That's why I call them humanist religions, because the human being is in the center. Of their attention. Whereas Christianity has in its center its own leader, Jesus Christ. We center our religion, because we don't have a religion, we have a relationship. But our faith is moving around a person, Jesus Christ. Who said about himself, I am the light of this world. Luke one seventy nine says that he came down here to give light to them that sit in darkness and the shadow of death. Who was them Luke is talking about? The whole world, the whole world was in darkness. And even today, many people are still in darkness. Jesus Christ chose 12 people to be his disciples. And one of them betrayed him. And all this, 11 plus another Disciple that became an apostle, all of them, 12, they went out to preach about Jesus. Why? Because Jesus died on the cross. It's not Peter who died, it's not Paul, it's not John who died, it's Jesus who died for the sin of this world, for you and for me. And the disciples of Jesus Christ went. To preach about Jesus. About the risen Savior. You know the devil used the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the soldiers to make up a story about Jesus' resurrection. He said, no, no, no. The disciples came and they stole the body of Jesus. And they spread the rumor. They spread the word out that Jesus was stolen. But that's a lie from the devil. We still have lies going around nowadays. And I just mentioned a lie from the Islam that Jesus is just a man, just a human, just a prophet, just like the other prophets. and he is honored by, by people today, by millions of people today, but only as a prophet, only as a human being. Only as a good man. The problem is nobody can be saved believing that Jesus was a prophet and a good man. Jesus says, I am the light of this world. And he says, I am the way. He's the way. He's the only way. And he's The only one who can forgive people of their sin. If we look at other religions, we see something in common. Even if they worship Buddha or Allah or the moon or whatever they pick to worship, they have something in common. They base their faith on their own works. Whereas Jesus came here to do everything for us. And he didn't leave any any space for us. Nothing. So we can add to our salvation or to his salvation. His salvation is completed. It was completed on the cross. So when somebody hears about Jesus not only As a human being, but as a Savior, as a risen Savior, Jesus, who is the light, will lighten that person. That's what the Bible says. Let's read chapter 2 in Luke, verse 32. A light to lighten the Gentiles. The only light that will lighten the Gentiles is Jesus Christ. No other person can Lighten the Gentiles. And we are Gentiles. We are not Jews. We are Gentiles. We needed Jesus. We still need Jesus. And we will always need Jesus. And Jesus is the light that will lighten the Gentiles. So if we go... Out, and we want people to get saved. We want to preach about Jesus as the Son of God, as the Savior of the whole world, and as the reason Savior. He couldn't be kept in the tomb because he was God, God in flesh. And for us to believe he is God, he had to come out the third day, as he said. John, Apostle John in chapter 8, verse 12, gives us the, the words of Jesus. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Our business today is to preach about Jesus. Preach Jesus, the light of this world. The only light that will lighten the Gentiles. The only light that will lighten the people that walk in darkness. And praise the Lord for the day. For me, it was 31 years ago, almost 32 years ago, when I knelt before Jesus in a church service. And I recognized, I admitted I was a sinner. And I admitted I needed Jesus. Even if I was raised in a Christian home and I was a child, 13 years old, I knew I was a sinner. And I knew I needed Jesus. And I asked Him to forgive me, to have mercy on me. And He did. My heart was released, it was like I had a burden. I never felt that before this moment, but this moment, when I recognized Jesus, my Savior, I felt that that burden was released, was taken off my shoulders, and my life was different ever since. It's been different ever since because the sin that I used to have on my shoulders and i was responsible for it and i was going to be punished for it with eternal punishment in the lake of fire that was taken off and the joy of god was poured into my heart and when jesus came into my heart his light came into my life my life through the word of god i started seeing things differently And I started doing things differently. Because when Jesus comes in your heart, he turns the light on, and you can see every dirt. Sometimes we we like to have light in our houses. We clean some things, but many times we are so lazy, we don't want to pick the dirt. And we hide it somewhere in the corner, under the carpet. This is our spiritual life so many times. God, turn the light on. Everything is visible. Everything is seen in our life. And God points out a dirt. And we are too lazy to pick it up and say, forgive me, Lord, for this. Cleanse me. And we hide it somewhere underneath. But God is still the light. God is still working in his children's life. He keeps on knocking until we are willing to say, Lord, forgive me. Cleanse me of my sin.'" First John, chapter one, verse nine. That says clearly says there that if we confess our sin, he's faithful and right to cleanse us and forgive us of all unrighteousness. Jesus is the light. Sometimes we love that. Other times we don't because he can see everything, all things in our lives. But praise God that he is our father now. He's not our judge anymore. He judged our sins at Calvary. We have forgiveness. We are his sons. We have to be grateful. We have to praise God for what he did on the cross at Calvary. And because he lives, we live forevermore. And because he is the light, we became lights. That's what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5. Even if we don't like that, we are lights on this earth. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be he, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We know and praise the Lord for the time. I got my assurance of salvation straight in my life. I had lived years and years without being sure about my salvation. But the time came when somebody took time to show me from the Bible. That once you are saved, you are saved forever. It's not me who saved me, it's Jesus who saved me. And his work is completed on the cross. It was completed on the cross. It's finished. That's what Jesus said on the cross. It is finished. His work of salvation was finished on the cross. So I received it by faith through grace. It's not of me. It's of him. It's his salvation. And at the same time, he made me a light. At the salvation moment, he made me a light and the purpose of this is to shine not to be hid under a bushel or a basket but to be raised up and to shine whether you like it or not as a christian as a saved person you are a light sometimes or let's put this way many times we hide, and we like to be in a place where nobody knows we are Christians, so we can do whatever we like, and nobody will judge us because nobody knows we are Christians. But Jesus says here, "Ye are the light of the world." We are the light of the world. There is no question whether we are or we are not. Because the Bible says you are the light of the world. It's not a question whether we like it or not. Because we are still the light of the world. And we we are this light because of him. Not because of us. And if we are the light of the world, we are like a city. That is set on a hill. And the city on a hill cannot be hid. That's what the Bible says. Everybody can see you. If we live on a flat land and there is a hill and on the top of the hill there is a city. How can we, how, how can we go by and not see the, the city? When it's right there in front of us. Only if we walk with uh, our eyes closed. But who does that? So if we are the the light, and we are the light of the world. People around us walk around us and they see us. The question is, what do they see in us? Do they see Jesus? Uh, uh, And we must admit that they, they should see Jesus, right? Because we are his children. But sometimes they cannot see Jesus. Why? Why can't they see Jesus? Why? Because we cover ourselves with a bushel, with a basket, with something. And the light is only there under the bushel, the basket. That's all. Nobody else from outside can see it. And the devil loves to see each of you and me hiding somewhere where nobody else can see them and in this way his lies will continue will continue to be spread and his lies will root somewhere and will grow so many times We see countries and countries and countries where there is no Christian missionary because that country is far away from God. It's caught in a certain religion that doesn't want to have anything to do with God or with the Bible. It didn't happen just like that. It took years. And the devil... He's a master of doing this. When he comes to tempt us, he doesn't come with something that would be uh, stunning. Oh, this is a real sin. I can do this. My God, tell us, this is sin. He will come with something that will look nice. He knows how to work undercover. And he will always use camouflage. <laughs> He'll be camouflaged. The thing that he would offer to you or to me would be very well painted. Nicely painted. Very attractive. It's like Eve in the Garden of Eve was tempted by the serpent. Go and... Eat of that fruit. Oh, it looks nice. It's appealing. Wow. I surely want some of it. But she knew from her husband who heard the commandment of the Lord that it was forbidden to partake of that fruit. But the devil knows. Jesus is the light, and because he is the light, he came to enlighten us. And when we got saved, we received the light of the world, Jesus Christ, and we became lights. For this world, a world that walks in darkness, a world that is going surely to hell slowly but surely and if there is no light to shine people we know will gradually end up their lives there will be no more hope for them jesus is the light jesus is the light of this world, and Jesus made you and me lights in this world. We have a risen Savior. He rose again to bring salvation to a lost people. To you, to me, and to all these people that live, ever lived, or will live what do we do concerning the light Jesus wants to have here in this world he is the light and jesus says in john chapter 6 verse 48 jesus the savior the reason savior says in john 6:48 i am the bread of life. He's the light. And he comes again and says, He is the bread. What is bread? Maybe we don't like to eat much bread or too much bread, but we as Romanians like to eat bread. It's a consistent part of our daily food. And when the Bible talks about bread, it talks about food and other things. We'll talk about them tonight, but bread means food. And the Bible says that man shall not live with bread only, but with every word that comes out from the mouth of God. And Jesus comes here and says, I am the bread of the world. With other words, this world around us needs the world needs Jesus. We look around us and we see poor countries. And there are many poor countries. Many, lots of poor people. And probably the first thought that comes to our mind is, these people need food. They need food. They need bread. Let's do something about that. And if we do, it's not bad. This is a good thing. When you feed other people, when you feed the hungry people, this is a good thing. But Jesus comes here and says that there is another hunger that needs to be satisfied that's the spiritual hunger. We all are spiritual beings. The whole world needs Jesus because only Jesus, it's not Muhammad, it's not Buddha, it's not Jehovah's Witnesses, they come and say about Jesus that he was just a man, just a prophet. Even if it's called a Christian movement, you know, they don't uplift Jesus, they down. So it doesn't matter who who the leader of the group is, of the religious group is. They all think people can work their own way to heaven or to some place. Jesus comes and says, I am the food, the spiritual food. I am the only one that can satisfy the spiritual need of the whole world. One Jesus can satisfy the need, the spiritual need, of the whole world. He is the light. He is the bread. And Jesus says about himself in, Jesus chap- in John, excuse me, John chapter 4, that he is the living water. In John chapter 4, from verse 10 through 14, we see Jesus at the well. Jesus talking to a woman, a Samaritan, a woman that was not a part of the Jewish people. She was an outcast. And Jesus Takes time to talk to this lady. Why? Because she had a need. What was her need? Oh, yes. She needed water. She went to the well to draw some water. But her real need was a spiritual need. Salvation. Jesus takes time to go even to the outcast. There are people that go only to some people to tell them about Jesus and forget about the others. The Bible says in John 3:16 that for God so loved the word that he gave his only, begotten, his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him whosoever believeth in him should not perish. So Jesus is needed by everybody. Everybody needs Jesus. Jesus is not only for a certain class of people, for a certain color, for a certain race, for a certain people. Jesus is for everybody. And whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus is the living water. Talking to this lady... He reveals her life, and she's astonished. Only a prophet can do that. And Jesus wants to make it clear that he is not only a prophet, he's more than a prophet. He's the son of God. He's God in flesh. And after she finds out about this living water, about Jesus who can satisfy the thirst of the heart, the first thing she does is... what do we, are supposed to do. The same thing we are supposed to do. She went back to the town and told people about Jesus. She told people about Jesus. Were they religious people? Yes. Everyone, even if, even if somebody is called atheist, he is a religious people because he has his own religion. He doesn't believe in God. He believes in himself. He has a certain way of doing things uh, and he worships his own ways. So he follows that tradition. So the lady went back to that people she was a part of and she told them about Jesus and about what he did. Jesus is the light of this world and we know that. Jesus is the bread of life and we know that. Jesus is the living water. He can satisfy our thirst and we know that. What do we do with that knowledge? It's only knowledge? Knowledge puffs up, the Bible says. We don't get together just to find out things and to know more things. We come together To know more about Jesus, but to live (laughs) more like Jesus and to tell others about Jesus. And what can we tell others about Jesus? The things we already know. Those are the things we can tell others. Do we know that Jesus is the light of this world, the only light? Yes, we know. Do we know that Jesus is the bread of life? Only he can save, only he can satisfy the spiritual need of the people around us. Yes, we know that. Do we know that Jesus is the living water? He's the only one that can satisfy the thirst of their life. Yes, we know that. What do we do with that knowledge then? Knowing that the whole world around us is lost. Even if it's religious, it's lost. The Samaritan woman went to a religious people, and they needed Christ. They came, and some of them found Christ. The world around us needs Christ, and we need to realize that if we don't go to be a light and to be a voice speaking up, those people will die and go to hell. And from there, they'll go to the lake of fire. And that's the final destination. And this, this lake of fire is not a pretty place. Even if it's hot in there, <laughs> that's not a good place to be. Because it's going to be full of remorses, pain, pain. Crying, tears, and so forth. And that's why Jesus came. To find a way for us to get away. To avoid. To go around that place. To escape that place. And go to his place. Jesus is the light. Jesus, the risen Savior. He is the light. He's the bread of life. He is the living water. What are you and I going to do with this knowledge? We either leave it and speak it up or hide ourselves. Because we are saved, we are saved forever, our destination is set. We're satisfied, but the Lord will not be satisfied with this attitude. Let's ask the Lord today to give us strength to be the light. He wants us to be in this world and to tell people about the only way to heaven, Jesus, the bread of life the living water, we need to glorify him, and we need to obey him every day. And God will use us and other people will be saved. And when we get to heaven, he will reward us and will say, Jesus, not me, it's you. It's not me lord it's you thank you jesus thank you jesus